0: And so you do the work once to create the book, that book impacts thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even millions of people, right? And so I think it's, you know, social especially, there's a huge difference. If I'm creating content on social that disappears from the newsfeed and the longevity of that content is not very good. I'm running on a hamster wheel of content creation. At least YouTube content similar to a book, it has longevity, right? You create the content once and then that thing, it continues to rank, it continues to bring in traffic.
1: What if there was a way to dramatically increase the money that you're making from YouTube and your online business? A way to strengthen your personal brand and position yourself as the go-to authority in your topic and in your industry? And what if there was a way to slingshot ahead of the competition and build a powerful legacy through meaningful content that outlives you? Well, there is a way, and it's through writing a book. And hear me out. I know we're content creators and we're video creators and we're online entrepreneurs, but writing a book is one of the most powerful things you could ever do to achieve all of the benefits I just mentioned and more. And in this episode of the podcast, you're gonna be learning from Chandler Bolt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, and he's gonna be talking about why and how writing a book can be the best decision you ever make to grow your YouTube channel, your influence, your business, and your income. We're gonna be covering why you should self-publish a book, the opportunities of traditional publishing and self-publishing, who should self-publish a book and the best ways to monetize your book. So if you're actually ready to bolt on additional income streams to your YouTube channel and accelerate your authority faster than ever before, then buckle your seatbelt and get ready for this episode of the Think Marketing Podcast. Today, we have Chandler Bolt on the podcast. He's the CEO of Self-Publishing School, and he's the author of Six Best selling books, including his most recent book titled Published. He's a TEDx speaker. He hosts a couple incredible podcasts, and his passion is to help people write books so that they can grow their income, their impact, and grow their business. And so, Chandler, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. How's it going? I'm great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me, Sean. For sure. And I want to kick it off if people are just meeting you. What is your story related to how writing a book transformed your life?
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm a C level English student and a college dropout with ADHD. <laughs> so, kind of one of the last people you'd ever think uh, to, to write and publish a book. But I went from this guy who hated writing and hated reading, you know, I was in all AP classes except for English. Because if you were in AP English, you had to write more papers and you had to read more books. and I didn't like doing that. And so I went from that to I, now books have changed my life. Uh, when I dropped out of school, I kept learning as if I was in school. I just translated that to books and then I started writing books. And so I read 50 something books a year and I've written six books. And um, that's the impetus of, of how I created self-publishing school. And then kind of a little bit of a more personal story. I had a, I had a friend Um, that passed away when I was about 21 years old Um, and right in front of me, it was kind of a a tragic accident. And, um, you know, right after he passed away, I found out that he had actually attended one of my random webinars and written a draft of a book and, we were able to publish that after he passed away. And so that was a big part for me where I was thinking about pivoting into something else. And then I kind of took inventory of my life and said, hold up, this is one of the only things that I'm doing in my life that's actually having a meaningful impact on the world and making the world a better place. And so that really kick-started me to double down on self-publishing school. And uh, I, I feel like it is, it is now, I'm, I'm living for two and you know, I've got this bracelet. that says make him proud on one side, uh, WWKD, what would Kindle do on the other side? And so I feel like I'm living for two. And a big part of that is uh, is through the work that we're doing with Self Publishing School and helping change more lives through books.
1: Bro, that is a super powerful story. And it it does make me think I'm a father now, got a six month old. And you do start thinking about what you're leaving behind. And, you know, God forbid tragedies like that happen. But I think as maybe fathers or business leaders or or pastors or mentors or just somebody that just has a message and wants to help somebody some uh, somebody with something practical by actually galvanizing and organizing and putting your content in a book, it can outlive you and really build yeah. a legacy. Um, that's super deep. Well, well, let's break it down. Why self-publish a book? Because there's so many different reasons. So many people that listen to this are YouTube content creators. And kind of social media influencers, and they might. Here's the objection, dude. Like, I am. I'm publishing IGTVs. I'm publishing YouTube videos. Does anybody read books anymore? What good would it be for me to write a book? What would you say to that?
0: Yeah. So I think there's why write and publish in general, and then there's self-publishing versus traditional publishing. And so I think probably the first question is why even do it to begin with, which is I think is really the question that you asked. And it, I believe it's it's one of, if not the most powerful way to ways to grow your impact, to grow your income, and to grow your business if you have one. Uh, and so, I mean, it's follow your playbook, right? Sean, this is what we talked about when you came on the Self-Publishing School podcast is, uh, you know, the ways that you embed YouTube secrets is like YouTube secrets will be the sponsor of one of your videos or will be the call to action. So you're ascending a relationship in a low ticket way. So especially for folks who are, uh, you know, creating content, YouTube, things like that, podcasts, whatever it's it's a, a it's a way to ascend the relationship. So I've gone from a few a, a free viewer uh, to a paid purchaser of your book. and so it's it's a small piece of monetization, but then I'm deepening the relationship significantly, right? Then we're spending hours together. And then if I have other products, I can ascend into those as well um, if if that's what you choose to do. but from as a business owner, I look at, you know, as a human, I look at my books as part of my legacy, like you said it's it's the the thing that you know long after I'm off this earth, it'll still be here uh, you know maybe it'll just be at a goodwill, <laughs> uh, but it'll still be here right it's it's a part of my legacy uh, and then, as a business owner, I look at it as a vehicle um to generate more leads, sales, and referrals for my business so my most recent book published generates I, gosh, I don't even know a few hundred thousand dollars at least every single year um people buy the book or they'll get a copy for free or you know, whether I'm speaking at events or free plus shipping funnel or whatever, they read the book and then they say, man, this is really helpful. I would love to work with self-publishing school on this. Right. So you're, I call it a silent salesman. You send the book out in the world and it brings back lead sales and referrals for your business.
1: That's so powerful. You know, I've also learned that, um, which really is kind of think what leads to the kind of those leads and those sales is, is the authority, like even yes. still books are still respected. And so by being able to say you're an author and truly being one, Um, that's so helpful. I think it's also how it will help you personally level up by going through the process of writing YouTube secrets. I kind of could scattershot my advice before that, but then after it was much more organized. I know Michael Stelzner in the past when talking about speakers at social media marketing world, he said one of the kind of prerequisites was, he wanted people to be published authors because all that meant to them or self-published authors, it just meant if they had a book that they yeah. had actually organized their thoughts. They had gone through yes. the heavy lifting of trimming the fluff, putting it all together. And so I believe it sharpens you as an educator. It sharpens your proprietary process. It sharpens your ideas. It sharpens. It forces you to sharpen those things. <laughs> so it was yeah. like a ripple effect through all of my content. And I mentioned authority, but I think it's also positioning even yeah. up until this point, a couple other people since then, my friend Daryl, Brian, they've, they've put out some pretty good books. But YouTube Secrets was like the first one in our industry, besides a lot of really poorly written 30 page ebooks. Yes. So all of a sudden, Benji and I, who co authored the book, had like this, this piece of positioning in a digital social media space that allowed us to just be at a whole nother caliber of authority. And yeah. so there's been so many benefits.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's to speak to those two things, the root word of authority is author, right? You can't spell authority without, Dang, without the word I've never, author. I've
1: never heard that before.
0: <laughs> and also, it's exactly what you said. It forces you to crystallize your thoughts. And it's intimidating. This is why a lot of people don't want to do it or they feel uncomfortable doing it. It's because as you're writing it, and I'm sure you felt this, it's you're saying, I'm crystallizing my thoughts into the written word. And that means I have to figure out what's my stance on this. But in doing so, now you can speak knowledgeably. You can break apart the book uh, into, into, you know, those are individual talks or those are individual videos. And I think, you know, if you're a content creator already, chances are you've already created at least a raw framework for your book, your book right? So you can, you can video record your way to your book. Um, ministers or, or pastors, you can preach your way. Like your, your sermon series is a book. Right uh, and or, or one of them is at least, and so you can break that out, and you can still cater to the medium that you do best, um, but while also crystallizing your ideas and what ultimately becomes a book.
1: That's an encouraging. The point you mentioned there is, you know, I think marketing podcast listeners, you're hearing this, and you've already put out a hundred video ideas, or ten, or fifty. You've already published, you know, videos or blog posts or podcast episodes. Those are like chapters potentially, or those are potential chapters. And by putting your content out in public, actually, you've you've posted fifty YouTube videos. Ten did really well. That are that's like people saying those should be the ten chapters, yes. and the other ones weren't as strong. And so there's so it's many repeating. powerful things in there. Well, I want to talk about even who you think should publish a book and what some of the best ways to monetize. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, you you mentioned. The kind of two questions, the difference between traditional publishing and self-publishing. Someone's listening to this and they want to write a book and they're unfamiliar. They're like, I don't know which path I want to. Could I even get traditionally published? Should I even pursue that route? Or even if I could, should I still pursue self-publishing? What's kind of the difference? Break that down.
0: Yeah, so there's there's three or four main differences. It starts with distribution. So it used to be that the only way to sell books uh, was to get your book in the bookstores, right? And to get into bookstores, you had to have a publishing deal. To get a publishing deal, you had to have an agent. So you start way back here, and you know, three years later, you've got a book that's out in the world. Well, now over seventy percent of all books sold are, are sold on Amazon, right? And so, and you don't need a publisher to publish a book on Amazon. So distribution has kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, as, a, as a major sticking point. And now it's really, there's three main differences. There's the royalty rates, um, there's the time that it takes, and then there's the cost to publish. And so for royalty rates, you're looking at, if you're traditionally publishing, eight to 12%. So we're talking a dollar, maybe two per book. If you're self-published, on the other hand, it's anywhere from you know 20% to 70% on the digital Kindle version. Um, so that's a big difference. Maybe that's five to $8 a book, depending on pricing and stuff like that. Um, so that's the royalty rate difference. Pretty big difference. Time it takes if you're traditionally publishing minimum of two years. Uh, and, and then there's kind of uh, and, and, you know, if you're self-publishing, you know, maybe it'll take you a year. Maybe it'll take you, take you a decade, um, depending on how disciplined you are. Um, we I think the stats about uh, 60 or 70 percent of our students write and publish in less than a year. So saving a bunch of time in that process. And then there's the cost. So obviously if you're going traditional publishing, um, you know, they're going to cover the cost of, of publishing for you. And then there's kind of this middle ground, which is hybrid publishing. Some people call it vanity publishing. Uh, and you, this is where you pay someone most often um, to publish your book. It might be five, 10, 15, $30,000 and you're paying. And sometimes you also, they also take a royalty cut, kind of depends. And then there's self-publishing obviously, which that means you're gonna to have to pay the cost yourself and so big three costs, sorry, this is a long answer, uh, but big three costs are uh, cover design, editing, formatting. Those are kind of your, your main three costs can cost anywhere from a few hundred bucks to a few thousand bucks, or maybe more if you really don't know what you're doing. Um, or if you just want to like, like spending money, um, then you can spend more than that. Um, but that's kind of the ballpark. And But the long and short of it is for 99.9% of authors, uh, it makes more sense to self publish. Now, Disclaimer, like I run self-publishing school and I own selfpublishing.com. So obviously I'm biased, but I really think the only time it makes sense to traditionally publish is if you're a big name with a big audience uh, and you can get a big advance. Um, that's the only time. So if you're you know, Tony Robbins, uh, Sean Cannell, uh, uh, Oprah, and you can get a big advance, then awesome. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe it still makes sense not to, but that's, in my opinion, the only time. Uh, it makes sense to do that. It's kind of like, if you've ever heard the saying, it's like, banks only lend money to people who don't need it. Uh, e- e- publishers only give publishing deals to people who don't need it and who can sell mm-hmm. the books without them. So
1: that's kind of- how about ownership? About. Because I mean, one of the other reasons why I love self-publishing school or I love self-publishing school as well, but self-publishing is you got the rights to your book. Uh, and like I know that's maybe if you traditionally publish, like they kind of own rights and maybe yes. distribution
0: for a certain number of years, or you might even have to buy it back or it's not released Often in perpetuity and, and depending on how well you negotiate the contract, um, they'll own the content in perpetuity, at least in book form. Now, sometimes you can also, this is a, a, a small tip if you're going the traditional publishing route, negotiate out. There's a few things you should negotiate. You should negotiate out your audiobook rights. That's really important because now um, th- that's a n- separate income stream for you. And a lot of publishers don't think about that. Uh, there's two, there's, you can negotiate out foreign rights. You can also negotiate um, your author, the price of how many author copies they send you and the price that you can purchase author copies at, which if you want to sell um, books elsewhere um, or, or buy books or, you know, use them as part of speaking events or whatever, you definitely want to negotiate that. And then there's a bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, typically to answer your original question, the publisher owns uh, the, the, the rights to the book in perpetuity.
1: Yeah. So from my point of view and pre-YouTube Secrets, which is self-published, we thought a ton about this and already had influence that we could have pursued the other route. Um, And by the way, if you want to learn more about this, Chandler and I um, have a training that we're doing together. It's live. Or if uh, you want to catch the replay, depending on when you're listening to this podcast at startyourbook.live, if you really want to go deeper and how you can get your book written in just 90 days uh, from literally blank page to getting it Live on Amazon. And uh, if you're thinking about writing a book, you know, on the idea of self publishing, to me, the huge thing was kind of that rights thing. Cause I also thought, man, if I could get some practice, get a book or two under my belt, even if I had more celebrity later. Those other books would have lift and I would have the, as opposed to the reverse being that like, oh shoot, what if it blows up? What if it goes really big? Cause you could always inject new life into it. Like almost like I could go self-published first, maybe traditional published later and I could activate my back catalog with a greater (laughs) level of profitability as opposed to getting, you know, one or two or or have the rights to even sell it later and now I'm worth more. It's sort of like that idea. It's kind of like the record industry where all of a sudden you blow up and now like you're in a bad contract
0: Yes. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And a lot of people do that. Some people don't, right? Like uh, a lot of people, they'll self-publish the book and it will sell so well that get it get it'll get picked up by a traditional publisher and they'll get a better deal, which is amazing. Uh, and and that works really well for them. But then, even if, and some people choose not to. Like I just did a uh, a webinar earlier today with How I'll Ride. He's sold like two point five million copies or something of his self published book, The Miracle Morning. Uh, And publishers are just throwing money at him trying to buy the rights to that book. And he's like, no, show me the math. Okay, now I'm going to make way more money um, self-publishing a book or or keeping this book self-published. He parlayed that into his book, The Miracle Equation, uh, and got a good deal for that. And so that's traditionally published. And then kind of so that you get a big advance and he did well with that. And then you still have the cash cow of your first book. And then also, um, you know, even something as simple as one of the one of a really effective thing that helps sell more books is running uh, Amazon ads. Uh, I always say that you know Google is a search engine of browsers, Amazon is a search engine of buyers. <laughs> Everyone's mm-hmm. just focused on SEO on the Google side of things, but Amazon people are there for one reason and one reason only—that's to buy stuff with their credit card on file. So. I would rather rank. I mean, I'd like to rank on both, obviously, and we're actively working towards that. We do rank on both, but I would re- rather rank on Amazon because there's lower competition. And if I want to run ads, I can't do that. If, if I have a, tr- like all my friends that are traditionally published, I'm like, Hey, go through and set up your Amazon. It's like, I can't. The publisher owns that and I'm offering to pay them money and they won't even set up Amazon ads, right? So even just small, simple things like that, where you have the control of your book, you can market it the way you want. You can get like, I give away the audiobook for free. That means tons of leads. So I'm getting paid to get leads instead of paying for leads. Like all all those little things like that uh, in a lot of cases, you just can't do if you're traditionally published. That's super powerful. And yeah, we are in constant
1: positive ROI running ads on YouTube Secrets ebook, which also mm. means we're meeting new people, which kind of gets us set teed up for best ways to monetize your book, what it can lead to. Um, but just really quick, so who should self-publish a book? So I just think in our community, uh, Nicole, kids occupational therapist, 100,000 YouTube subscribers. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, like right? Like she could write like for new moms, like a yeah, motherhood, not- a yes. motherhood... Uh fly ride. He does custom LED lighting. He's also kind of into building businesses and he's now scaling an influencer. He's on Clubhouse a lot. He's he's scaling, um, he's doing a lot of kind of social media stuff. So that could be interesting. Cause maybe I don't know if you'd buy a book about custom LED lights, but he's now built 10 different income streams around yes. what was a traditional. Uh, business. Ben from Keto Camp, he's got his book coming out, of course, ketosis, yeah. and you know that's a big one. So I just think about, you know, I, again, I think that YouTube content creators might have not thought about doing this, but I think it's one of the smartest. It's not necessarily e- that's where you come in. It's not easy. Yeah. It's really easy yeah. to get off the rails. It's really easy to. Heather's actually working on uh, her book right now, and it's had her in tears because
0: <laughs> yeah. it's emotional. Like it's a, you know, yes, it's it's the kind of thing. Call oh, free so- therapy. <laughs> no doubt about yeah, especially it. If, if you're writing about a personal topic, it's free therapy. Like you're going to have to work through some stuff.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, but, but who should self-publish a book? I mean, yeah. you've helped so many people. What are some of the stories that is just remarkable about some books that have gotten off the ground that have helped people scale whatever they're doing in marketing
0: or social or some yeah. other weird kind of business? I'd say, you know, there's, there's kind of two camps. There's the legacy camp and then there's the business camp. Um, Some people are saying, hey, I just want to do this. And if no one but my kids and my grandkids read this, I'm good. And then other people say, hey, I want to very strategically use this book um, to grow uh, grow a business. And so we've got so many examples on both sides of that spectrum. One of my favorites uh, is we had someone join self-publishing school years ago to write a book about physical therapy and back pain. Really awesome, doing an amazing thing. He's a physical therapist. But then his daughter saw it. And said hey dad that's really cool i want to write a book and he said all right well why don't you write you know 500 words and come back to me and thinking like okay i'm gonna brush her off and this, she's just saying this. she's not gonna actually do it and then she comes back like a couple hours later and she's got words written and so then they worked kind of every saturday at panera bread for weeks uh, and then she published a book it made three or four thousand dollars in the first few months she donated a bunch of money to autism awareness. Like now she's been on all these local TV shows. She's she's doing speaking gigs. She made like 1,200 bucks or something from her first speaking gig, like at eight years old. And now it's just like, I think about her life trajectory as a young woman and just the confidence, like the opportunity. She has a, a monthly allowance, which is really just her book royalty money that shows up every month, right? Like just life trajectory totally changed. And, uh, that's one of my favorite stories. And, and so a good example for the parents as well of like, Hey, if you decide to do this, your kids are watching and um, they're paying attention. And when you go after your goals, they see that and they might want to do it too.
1: I love that. And I, I mean, I was kind of taught in this even coming up, Shalene Johnson, who I know, you know, and have done stuff with, uh, it, 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 helps you as a speaker, you know, like it, it, you have even, you're maybe more in demand as a speaker. Cause like, Oh, you're a published author. Plus it could be the thing that happens from on stage. My friend Rory Vaden was on the podcast. Books have been a huge you know, thing for him. Obviously so many different people, whether you're speak you, you talked about the business camp, man, if you've got a proprietary process, if you are a coach, a consultant, and it also can help you carve out a whole new side of, of business. And I think one of the big things that was interesting is I think sometimes we we just have this myth of, well, I create all this content on social media, I've reached the maximum market. You know, of course I wanna grow on Google or social more. Like, does anybody even read books? It's like, are you kidding? It's a whole nother actual side. And then like audiobooks a whole nother conversation. Like uh, some of the Gen Z people from our team they're literally like I don't read books, but I listen to audiobooks all the time. Like I'm I'm just addicted yes. to audible. Yes. So once you've actually written the book, now you're gonna get it in audio form, and that's a whole nother arm. Like, what's yeah. the opportunity there? And that kind of ties more into this this YouTube thing because we're here on a podcast. It's also a video podcast. Yes. But the audio is the person people are watching on their phone, listening on their phone, they're listening to iTunes to move over to Audible or whatever. And, and start consuming that audio while they're driving, while they're on, uh, you know, doing chores, while you're on a walk, it scales, like our friend Pat Flynn says, it scales intimacy because yes, yeah. yeah, someone watched, you've seen the audience retention on a YouTube video, it's two minutes, four minutes, even of a 25 minute video, someone commits to you in an audio book, now they've spent, even if they don't finish it, an hour with you, two hours with you, three hours with you, you read it yourself, they're hearing your voice, they're learning more about you, and there's it's such another level of depth which speaks to that, a thousand true fans. It speaks to that, yes. like deeper than just vanity, surface level social me- uh, media metrics, but yes. really going deeper. What are some of the things that people do with audiobooks with you guys?
0: Yeah, so I, I think you spoke to a really crucial distinction, Sean, which is I I, I, I call this concept leveraged impact. So it's doing work once. And so you do the work once to create the book. And then that, that, that book impacts thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even millions of people. Right. And so I think it's, you know, social, especially there's a huge difference. If I'm creating content on social that disappears from the newsfeed and the longevity of that content is not very good. I'm running on a hamster wheel of content creation. This is what I love about you, what what you guys are teaching on YouTube and why, you know, I, I bought your course and sent my team through it, and we're creating YouTube content and all that because at least YouTube content similar to a book it has longevity, right? You create the content once, and then that thing it continues to rank, it continues to bring in traffic. Like there's longevity, so leverage impact. You're you're creating it once, and then yes, then you add in the audio book component, and if you have a podcast, it's a no brainer because the people who listen to your podcast would buy your audiobook and so there's an instant crossover there's all kinds of minutiae things that are kind of cool like the audible bounty which is when people go to try audible and you're the first book that they download whether you did that or just it just happened audible pays you they're always changing it but it's like 50 75 100 bucks so i i have a few hundred bucks a month that comes in just from audible bounties right and so that's another stream of income and there's people you know, listening to the audiobook and then and then it gets into the stuff that I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about more in depth later. But where, where I look at it as a business owner, again, is it leads, sales and referrals. And so how, leads are people that have heard of me because of my book right? How many people wouldn't have heard of ClickFunnels if it wasn't for Russell Bronson's books, right? So new people in your ecosystem, then their sales. So getting a higher percentage of people who heard about you to do business with you as kind of like a, a, a transfer mechanism. So just like you do use the book as part of your webinar, or use the book as part of the sales process, and you're going to see a conversion rate lift, uh, on all those things. And then lastly, for as a referral mechanism. Uh, so give two copies to every customer, right? And say, Hey, here's one for you. And here's one for a friend, you know, that needs help with XYZ. I do this all the time. And I think we've been in events together. And, when, and whenever I'm speaking, I bring hundreds of books and give them all away. Cause then it's like, there's just an army of people and everyone around the conference is like, wait, what, hold up. What's that? And then some people don't even read the books, but They'll, you know, it's like if I would have gave them a business card, they would have thrown it away probably within 24 hours. But now they're holding that book. They take it home. They don't throw it away. It's in their home. It's in their office. And every time they see it, they think of me in self-publishing school. And then maybe they, they don't even want to publish a book, but someone comes by their house or their office and says, hey, what's that? And they say, oh, you want it? You can have this copy, right? And so you're you're turning customers or prospects into a, a referral engine, as John Jance would call it, uh, for your book. And so that's how I look at it, kind of the three buckets as an entrepreneur of how do I plug the book into what I'm already doing to bring back leads, sales, referrals.
1: Man, super, super powerful. And if you're like fired up by everything that Chandler's saying, and you want to learn more about this, especially like what is the, I mean, we haven't really got into how do you start to self-publish your book? How do you start writing it? You might have a lot of mindsets of self-doubt, like, oh, do I have anything to say? Or I'm not a good writer. Um, I wasn't good in English. Like these things can kind of hold us back. And that's where Chandler's process can really help you. If you want to watch a free training, of course, at the end of it, you'll learn more about uh, all the ways that self-publishing in school can help you. But the t- free training alone is so valuable that uh, we're doing it together. It's at startyourbook.live and you can um, watch that free webinar. And that's, uh, what, do, what are they going to learn on that training?
0: Yeah. So um, you'll learn three things. So you're going to learn how to write your book in as little as a weekend, which I know probably sounds crazy, (laughs) but I'll teach you the three-step process to either write your book or speak your book if you choose to do it that way, kind of a choose your own adventure. We'll go more in depth on self-publishing versus traditional publishing. And then we're going to talk about how to use or how to launch your book successfully. So I've got something really cool that I'll, I'll talk about on the launch front uh, that'll help you get more reviews and have a more successful launch um, with your book. So those are the core things. Uh, and practicing what I'm uh, what I'm preaching here, uh, when you register for the training, if you show up live and stay to the end, you'll get a copy of my book, uh, my book published. So we'll send you a, a digital copy of the book uh, when you register. It's at startyourbook.live.
1: Yeah, yeah. So definitely check out that training. As we land the plane, I do want to just kind of rapid fire on some ways to monetize. I mean, if people already go, if I get the leads, I can monetize. Maybe you could share some stories and again, I want people to hear this is coming out of my own experience. I wanted to have Chandler on because I believe so much in the power of a book. There's a level of of just pride, accomplishment, um, uh, you know, confidence that is intangible. And you don't know until you're on the other side of that book. Yeah. You, just the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it. And from you know following pr- a proven process, I definitely say, don't go it alone because it's super scary. And I think most people, they start, but they never actually get their book published. I love your results of, of your students, but we've seen physical books have made sales, eBooks, we actually are now in digital international sales from eBooks, but we've also had foreign rights. And because we self-published, we, I think, you know, it's, we feel blessed. I think it was Korean, Chinese, Russian. We just got that cover and Vietnamese so far. I'm not sure why not Spanish. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, Spanish is a big market, but uh, just people that are interested in YouTube secrets. So a lot of different things can happen. The audiobook, the royalties, um, what's like a, you know, a story or an example of just somebody who they wrote their book and man, it led to monetization that they kind of surprised them.
0: Yeah, I would say there's, there's one or two examples that just jumped to the top of my head. First of which I think will be super applicable for your audience. Um, a guy named David McKay. Um, so you, you know, this Sean, my brother plays in the Grammy nominated, uh, rock and roll band called need to breathe. Um, they were playing at Red Rocks one year. And I met this guy, he was, he was the photographer and he was taking pictures and, uh, and he, he he followed up after him was like, going to work with you guys got a book. And I think he still has record. He wrote, and pub- he, he wrote and published 89 day- sorry, two books within 89 days of starting work with us. Crazy. Um, but what that did is he emailed me the other day. He said, Hey, it's been one year since I'd gone self-publishing school over $10,000 in royalties. Nice. But more importantly, $45,000 in business from his book. So basically he does photography tours where they take people out in nature, like Africa and like all this stuff. Uh, And so people read the book about how to do photography uh, and then they see that he does tours and then they book photography tours with him. In year one, um, $45,000 worth of tours that he could track was directly from the book he says those the, those books bring in about thirty to forty leads per week. Again, instead of paying for leads, he's getting paid to get leads. Uh, and then he just emailed me over Christmas. I think it was, and he was like, "Yeah, another twenty something thousand dollars worth of tours." Like, and this was another person that that came from my books uh, and just a gift that keeps on giving. And then another another example. Um, this guy Scott Groves. He had he had a crazy amount of words, like five hundred thousand words or something and it was like, man, I've been working on this for four years. Um, I, I, need to pay you to actually get it done. Uh, and, uh, he scrapped all of it and wrote and published it in, in, I think it was 90 days. Uh, and he's, um, he's a, um, mortgage broker. Uh, and it was like within gosh, four months, five months or something like a few thousand dollars in royalties. I think it was $8,000 in royalties got a $59,000 a year pay bump at his job, hired a new employee that found it because of his book. And it was like two deals that was worth like $60,000 in commissions or something like that. And, and that was, I mean, it crystallized it, finished his book. I think he like locked himself in a hotel room for a weekend or something, got the book done um, and then used it to start growing his
1: business. Man, and I love hearing that too. And I, when I think mortgage broker, and you know what it makes me think is it makes me think, personal branding it makes me think real estate agent mortgage broker doula you know fitness coach man yes if you don't have a book that's you're you're just another like everyone else but you take him he writes the book now all of a sudden you come in with another it's forced you to level up yes. all of a sudden the person on the other side of that interview or the job you're in gets that promotion but even in terms of attracting top talent or building a team. Now it's like, Oh, cause, cause again, you're, you're, you're a published author. You, you, yes. you've got that authority piece or you don't know who's reading your book and they're getting to know you in that intimate way. And you don't even know it yet. And then all of a sudden they're up to speed or they're, you've articulated your mission, your mission, your vision, your values in your book. Yeah. And now they want to be a part of what you're doing. And so it could lead to partnerships, collaborations. You have a stronger personal brand, more revenue, more leads your business is growing the power of a book Chandler that's why I had to have you on the podcast because there's just so many benefits it's not easy it's a no. lot easier if they go through a proven process and people actually always you know there's two ways right to uh, to get wisdom one way is the slowest way your own mistakes and maybe never actually figuring it out and it taking forever or the 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 better way is other people's mistakes like somebody's already yes. figured out like don't go that way the time to have the map is before you enter the woods, and so that you can follow a proven plan. But nevertheless, my hope in everybody listening to this is that you would seriously consider, whether today is the right time or whether it's sometime later, that you would make it one of your ambitions and your goals to say, man, if I wanna take my business to the next level, my personal brand, I wanna stand out in the sea of sameness of social media influencers, man, I want to write a book. If any, if only to also get that in that audiobook format, because man, we've generated like over $40,000 just on the audiobook side, not from our products and programs, literally just from audible bounties and audible. And we've done things at scale. But like you said, every single video on video influencers pretty much is like this video is brought to you by tube secrets, book tube secrets, audio.com. Get the number one bestselling YouTube strategy book for free it, it, because if you don't have audio and, and it's a 15 second ad spot, rinse and repeat. And we've done it for a couple of years and people continue to grab the audio book for free or they already have an audible book account. So friends, I hope you will check it out or think about writing a book. And if you want some help, Chandler's got you and you can check out the training that we did together at startyourbook.live. Chandler, if people wanna connect with you, where are you at?
0: Yeah, um, I'm pretty I'm old school. So I'm literally only on social, <laughs> or sorry, only on Facebook. Uh, and then we're, uh, you know, self publishing school website or self publishing.com. Uh, otherwise, I'm on Facebook. I love
1: it. Well, Chandler, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate you. And uh, I look forward to seeing everybody over on the training at startyourbook.live. So I hope you got value out of that conversation with Chandler Bolt, but there is still so much to come on the podcast. So stick around. And the first thing is, if you have been getting value out of the Think Marketing Podcast and you haven't left a review, it would mean the world to me and the team if you would just drop a review on Apple Podcasts. In fact, you can go to thinkmarketingshow.com and we're actually doing a giveaway of an all access pass to our conference, Grow With Video Live. And all you gotta do is, it breaks down all the steps. You can leave a review. You like text us a picture of the review. And then you're entered to win a free virtual pass to the number one YouTube marketing conference for entrepreneurs and smart business owners, Grow With Video Live. And so check all that out, thinkmarketingshow.com. And if you watch or listen to the Think Marketing Podcast on YouTube, of course smash the like button and leave a comment. I would love to know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. Now maybe Chandler really got you fired up about writing a book and I wanna encourage you don't miss the training we are doing together at startyourbook.live. If you want to be a part of a free workshop, on how to go from blank page to published author in 90 days, the busy person's guide to getting it done in just 30 minutes a day, then you're gonna love that training. You're gonna learn the three-step system that Chandler uses to write, publish, and launch, listen, a best-selling book in as little as 90 days, and then also how to use your book to leave a legacy. You're gonna find your book idea in under an hour. You're gonna find how he wrote his first book, over 200 pages in just one week. How to leverage your book to grow your authority, income, and business. How he made $4,000 a month in book royalties and with his first book, he used it to grow a seven-figure company in just two years. A lot of stuff covered on the training. If you wanna be a part of it, I'm gonna be there with Chandler. I hope you're there, Start your live to register. Now, of course, we always wanna be transparent with you at the Fake Marketing Podcast. At the end of the training, Chandler's gonna let you know that if you wanna work with him and he helps you through self-publishing school, write your book, you know, you have some kind of a special offer. But either way, whether you wanna go it alone um, and learn the information and, and then, you know, sit down at Microsoft Word and figure it out and, and type your book out and, and use the tips, Don't miss the training, and whether you're like, you know what, this seems like it'll be an awesome thing for me, then don't miss the training, and you can see what the next steps are as well, but if you have any interest at all, and you see the power of publishing or self-publishing your own book, and what that could do for you as an authority, as a content creator, as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, as someone who just wants to leave a legacy or a memoir for your family, then don't miss the training. Again, startyourbook.live. And you can be there uh, for the training. If you're watching this sometime in the future, I think the replay will be left up for at least a little while. And so startyourbook.live is the website. It is time. This is what happens when Heather is not doing the intros and outros of the podcast. You've got Sean's sound effects. Um, but it's time for the comment of the day. And the T5 guy says this this podcast is legit. I've been following Think Media YouTube channel for about a year and I decided to jump into the YouTube game. I found this podcast and it is so rich. Sean really gives great insight on marketing, growing your channel and providing better content. My biggest takeaway in the end is that Sean stresses that it's about being a better human being. Start and end there and you will find success. The T5 guy, thank you so much for leaving the comment. And I hope you did it at thethinkmarketingshow.com. Take a screenshot of it. You can still do it and submit that so we get you entered to win a free virtual pass to Grow a Video Live 2021. Of course, we'll tell you more about Grow a Video Live in the future. It's not until the end of August in 2021. So there's definitely time, but uh, we will be bringing you more information from that. But in the meantime, leave a review and you'll be entered to win one of three, I believe, virtual passes for that. Now, I want you to get ready because next week we're kind of doing part two of this podcast, but it's gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna keep talking about books and why uh, you may want to write a book, but specifically, I am gonna be sharing the untold story of YouTube Secrets. Now, the book, uh, YouTube Secrets, that I co-wrote with my friend Benji Travis I believe is at around seventy thousand copies now sold between eBooks, physical books, audiobooks downloaded, um, and we've learned so many lessons. We did a lot of things right because we got help. <laughs> you know that's why you connect with people like Chandler. You get help so you can shorten your learning curve and you can learn someone who's gone the path before. We also made a lot of mistakes. So I'm going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of the YouTube Secrets journey. And I'm gonna be talking about how to 10X your brand and your business with the book. I'm gonna be sharing all the numbers, the details, the units sold, the things we learned, the campaigns we did, and you'll see why this is so powerful to do as a content creator. If you have a cooking channel, maybe it's a cookbook. Definitely, if you're Heather Torres and it's about homeschool, it could be something in education or homeschool. Maybe it's personal development or self-development. If you're Nicole in the Think Media community, it could be around parent coaching, how to raise parents, how to be a parent, how to keep your sanity as, as a mom. It could be around relationships, money, motivation, memoir, fiction, whatever. Maybe not every YouTube channel, but a majority of YouTube channels. Maybe not every business owner, but pretty much every business owner, every entrepreneur should really consider how writing a book will boost your personal brand, not only on the uh, training with Chandler, not only in this episode, and you learned a lot, but I'm just excited to kind of go deep and tell the story of the lessons I learned next week. So stick around, make sure you're subscribed. Whether you consume the Think Marketing Podcast on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you get subscribed or any of the audio platforms because we will be back every single Tuesday with a brand new episode to help you reach your goals with YouTube and building a business around your YouTube channel with the Think Marketing Podcast. I appreciate you, grateful for you. It's time to take action, hashtag action takers. Let's get to work and make our next best video. Post those videos, punch fear in the face, punch perfectionism in the face, and just press record and we will talk soon.